Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hi, Soul Tribe Podcast. Lucia here. Hope you guys are staying safe and not feeling too overwhelmed with being at home with everyone around you or with a, in a small space. Um, so our updates are today is the day that we're doing the mass healing. For a, a week ago, we announced on the last episode that we were going to do a healing for our soul tribe. So that's going down today. And we're just so excited to send you guys the healing. Those that signed up will be getting the healing today. And it's just it's a nice thing. Like it feels good to help out. And I think it's going to help a lot of people and it makes us feel good. And it's something that we plan on possibly scheduling again for the near future. So that's, that's something that we're going to look into. Um, also on a side note, we've packed our April Akashic records class, like I think in two days. Oh, not even. It was 24 hours. Yeah. It was so um, quick. And I found it really hard to say like no to people, <laughs> but I had to learn to say no, which is, Hey, that's a learning curve for me. Um, I had to learn to say no. Uh, but we, so what we did was we opened up right away. We picked dates for May. So we didn't have to say no to anybody. Um, yeah. So the next dates are May 2nd and 3rd. And then the follow-up class would be May 10th. So it's about a week after, and we've structured it that way because we know, and we've been through the process. We know how it feels when you learn to read your Akashic records and then having questions and having doubts and needing somebody to guide you through it. So that follow-up class is super important um, just to make sure that you feel like what you're going through makes sense and that if you have any doubts that you, you can get somebody to kind of like, you'll get both of us to answer any questions and to make sure that you're, you're doing things, um, in the most aligned way, but we're super excited. Well, also like what makes me super excited about it is not, not also like giving people the tools that we've been using to like keep our own sanity and our spiritual intuition intact. What makes me excited is like, I know that we're at a time where the every, if everybody raises their vibration, we're going to get all to a good place faster and so it makes me excited to know that we're able to, even if it's five, 10, 20 people at a time, we're able to give people tools that's going to raise their vibration. It's going to help the collective. Their raising vibration is going to help the next raising vibration. So it's like, I feel like it's going to be like, it's almost like a pool that's spilling out. Right. And that I feel like I'm doing something at least for the universe in a way. Yeah, and that makes I me feel agree. good. Yeah, it does feel awesome. Like, and I do agree with that. And I think we've talked about that in, in like our live and in a few other channels where like this is all about raising our vibration now. We all need to elevate and we all need to um, help each other through that. So it doesn't mean that you have to have special powers or do anything ridiculous, but just by each and every one of us raising our vibration, we're helping the planet, we're helping the universe, we're helping all of us get through this in a more aligned way. But I'm still continuing to study during this time, and um, I'm still doing my astrology course, which I'm so into right now. Like, it's so weird how it's something I've been thinking about for so long, yet, you know, it was like the perfect time. I didn't know it at the moment when I, like, signed up for the class, because I kept, like, I was like, I felt like I was on the fence about it, but I was like, should I do it? Because I feel like I get so many ideas in my head, and I guess that's me as, like, a manifesting generator in human design, but... I feel like a lot of times I'm just like, okay, I'm going to try this and then I won't use it or I won't do it. But I feel like astrology is very different and it's something, it's a tool that I've um, used before. Like I've gotten my birth chart and gotten readings and it's helped you too, Lucy, I feel in so many ways. So I think it's just an extra added um, thing where I can learn and then I can eventually help people with. So 
I'm also feeling pulled to human design as well for some reason because it's so complementary with astrology, but we'll see. I can't I can't fill my plate up with too many things right now. <laughs> We're super busy at the moment with with the podcast and the healing and the courses. So um what have you yeah. been up to, Lou? What have you been studying? I was I started well, I finished Bach Flowers. Um I mean, I don't know the flowers by heart. I still I still refer back to my book, obviously, but I basically know how it works, how it functions, how it helps you and all that stuff, uh, how it was created, how he found all the flowers. But now I moved on to herbalism. So um, I wanted, I want to be able to, my, my goal is I want to be able to feel sick or uncomfortable and just step outside into my garden and be like, oh, I just have it, should have this. Like, this is what's going to help me. So, I, like, I want to know how I can naturally help myself before taking medications. I, like, w- like I've talked about before, I have health issues. So, yep. I've never been, like, the strongest health-wise immune systems and stuff. So, I want to help myself naturally. And I think that they always say that, like, the biggest struggle you have on Earth is what you're here to also do in the world. Yep. Yeah, I've heard that yeah. before. And I'm obsessed with healing. <laughs> and yeah. I'm obsessed with helping people in healing. So that makes sense for me. And so learning for myself, I end up using on other people. Like for now I do readings. You've seen it. Like I do casual readings. And then after I'll email the person like the next day usually and uh, let them know what flowers will help them with, you know, what, what, what I heard and what we discussed in the session. So that's like my way of adding extra to the reading to help uh, as a healer or someone like that has struggled before. Um, so yeah, that's what I've that. been doing. Yeah. Um, how's the healing going? I forgot to ask about that. I don't think we've talked about it. Um, well, what do you mean? Like, so I, I helped, I helped a lady the other day that has COVID-19 in Uruguay that like acquaintance and acquaintance, like mom kind of knows somebody that knows somebody. So I sent it to her angelic healing for free. Um, she's like in a coma, she's an induced coma. So we, we only know, and then the family doesn't get to see her. She's just like in intensive care. And so we only get reports from the family, from the doctor. Um, she's in stable condition, seems to have helped. And mom was sending her also Reiki. So, you know, like, I think that imagine this world, like I was talking about the day on IGTV video that I posted. Imagine if everybody helped one person in this world, we'd all like, I'm talking about aside from your family, Aside from your really good friends and people you already love, what if everybody went out and helped one stranger didn't expect anything back from them? Wouldn't that be like amazing that'd be world? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. Well, we're doing that with the mass energy, which is like... That's the whole... I think the whole idea behind it is to be able to all help each other. I mean, yeah, we all, we all have this energy that we can, um, you know, we can all receive. And if we all have a good intention then it's going to go where it needs to go, right? And we're all going to receive it in the way that we need to receive it. Um, but I actually asked you about the Healy. Like, how's the Healy Oh, the Healy. Doing? I thought you said the Healy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's interesting what you, that you did oh, that angelic. Right like, if Lorena can see me in the video, you guys can't, but I'm showing her the Healy. Oh, my God. The other day, um, I went for a run. And, like, do you remember that I used I, – I always – I've been using for, like, six or seven years now my – knee support thingy yeah as my knee like they said it was meniscus like the doctor says it's probably meniscus we don't really know meniscus yeah yeah oh yeah that menico (laughs) (laughs) i know because the doctor was talking to me in spanish but um and so they're like they you yeah you have to spend a lot of money to get it checked from like i don't know some some machine whatever and so it was like a ridiculous amount of money it was like a thousand bucks to find out if it was my menicos meniscus and um and so I never really found out what it was and I was like just hopefully I won't die let me just put this thing on and just keep running because <laughs> I love running like running's my release and my happy place so um I've been running the Healy like two three four programs a day on different like different things depending on how I'm feeling the day and I uh I went out for a run the other day without it but I went out for a run and I was like I'm not putting it on your like the the my the like, knee support thing? yeah my knee support I'm like I'm not putting it the first time in six seven years like I'm not putting it on I've I've gotten it for before like I once I went for a run last year and then my knee hurt for like three or four days mm. so this time I actively said I'm not putting it on I'm gonna go out without it and see what happens and I ran eight kilometers what you you ran eight kilometers yeah this was Tuesday I ran Holy eight crap. kilometers yeah I put a roar down for a nap and so I I figured out how to have, make more time for myself. 
I, I have Aurora home all day, so I really have no time. I'm literally doing emails and working while Aurora's next to me. I'm even doing IGTV videos for the podcast and have Aurora next to me. And Sandra's upstairs working. But I was like, oh, while Aurora's sleeping her nap, she's not at home alone because Sandra's upstairs working. She's sleeping. Let me go for a run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, this is the time for myself. So I literally went on a run on my, on my own and I went through the nature walk and stuff and it was really nice. I did eight kilometers. Wow. Without the knee thing. And I was fine. It doesn't hurt. I like, I can't believe it. That's a long distance. I know. Like, but also I can I barely thought, do 5k. And oh, but I like, I'm like, a, I'm like a, I'm like a jogger. I shouldn't even call yeah. it run. No, I I'm think it's jogger. still considered running. Um, I go very slow. Like, you could probably pass, pass me easily doing, like, old lady fast walk or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that, I couldn't believe it. And I said to Sandra, what has changed in my life? I've only introduced back flowers and the Healy. And I, I don't think the back flowers are going to cure my knee because it more, it's more like a soul, emotional healing thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it has to be the residence machine. And I was fatigued. Like, I was so tired after I finished the run. I mean, I, I, I came from, like, I didn't run all winter because mm. it was really cold and rainy weather all winter. So uh, I, I popped on my Healy uh, machine device, residence device, and I put it on uh, fatigue mode. And I was good to go after like, after like 60 minutes, I was good to go again. Really? I was like, this thing's amazing. Oh my God, it's helping me so much in so many ways. I love it. I need that right now. I want to get you one, but I, I, I Like I just think like last you. night, I know last night I had like a, a stomach ache and I was up for like four hours and I'm thinking, whoa, if I had the healing, maybe that could help me. <laughs> Dude, do you remember the day we did the live? Oh my God, I probably shouldn't say this like to everybody, but the day we did the live, I was so nervous about, about us doing the Your live stomach, on yeah. Insta that I was like burping nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know, like, you know me when I have that nervous burp thing, like yeah. I feel it makes it because my stomach's really sick and it, and it literally lasted the whole live and then it didn't go away. And Sandra's like, yeah, well you were really nervous. That's why it's still with you. And I went to sleep and I was still feeling really sick. And I was like, Oh my God, that's right. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking straight. I should run the Healy. And I ran it on uh, gastro something, something the program's called grass. I think gastro something. Yeah. And I ran it. And like 45 to 50 minutes later, the program ended and I was fine. And I'd had it all day. I was so like, oh, this crazy. I, we need to, we need to do like a whole episode on that. Once you have like more, more, yeah. you know, like even more stories and experiences. I yeah. think it'd be cool for people I love to, that thing. to I, understand like, I, I wish that like I had, I wish I had like a bunch of money and I would buy every, everyone in the soul tribe, like one and send it to them because <laughs> I think that's like, it's another way to keep your vibration up and to keep healthy. Oh, sure. I'm loving it. I'm loving it because I, I, you know, that's my weak spot health. So this is like my, it's like my, this is my stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Talking about healing, uh, being healthy, let's, so the whole uh, intention behind this episode is to talk about how we've seen healing happen through the Kashuk records for ourselves or through others, through the readings we've given uh, so yeah, let's talk about that. I can tell you that my biggest and most important experience was obviously like after I'd had those three years of dream premonitions of aviation accidents, I remember the last dream I ever had, I had, I had literally thought to, I literally had prayed to God f- a few nights before that, which I don't really pray a lot at the time. I wasn't at that time because I wasn't really spiritual, but I was like, God, take away these dreams. I can't handle that anymore. Like I'm emotionally breaking down and, um, and they happened and one more happened. And I remember I woke up that morning feeling exhausted. Like I usually did. I called mom and I said, mom, I need you to help me. I need you to help me get this. Like, I don't know what to do. I need this to go away. I can't emotionally handle this. I, I was like, mom, I'm letting you know if I have one more of these dreams, I think I'm just, I'm going to go. I'm going to take myself out of the picture. Like I'm going to self-terminate. Like I knew that was wrong, but I just couldn't emotionally handle it anymore. And I was like thinking really bad things. I was in a really bad place. And my mom, obviously mom freaked out. Mom's like, no, 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 give me, give me, give me a week to find someone. I'll find someone to talk to you. And she was at the time listening to Walter that was on the radio in Uruguay. Yeah, I got a, I got my natal chart done by him. He was cool. Yeah, me too. I got my natal chart. Yeah. So he, he takes in like, you like that stuff. Yeah. 
he takes in your date of birth, where you were born, and the time you were born. Right? He also does an aura reading. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, does he? No, I don't yeah, remember Yeah, you put that. your hand on this thing and it reads your aura. Oh, Do you I totally remember forgot. that? I, Listen, thought, I thought that was fascinating. It was so long ago. I walked in. I said, I literally said to him, thank you for writing this like 20 page manual for me. Can you just help me get these dreams to go away? Like I didn't <laughs> care about the manual. I was, I was there just to get those dreams to go away. Like I didn't really pay much, too much attention to anything. Um, so after he talked to me for a while, he went through the manual with me, which I didn't pay too much attention to. Like I said, he said, you need to get an Akashic Records reading. It's a great tool for things that you see that are repetitive in your life. And I, I literally remember him saying that to me. And I remember mm-hmm. sitting in that office with him. I remember the road, like what the road looked like in Montevideo outside, looking outside the window. That's, that's like when you're in a bad place. Like you remember, at least I do. I remember everything I see when I'm in like a really bad or really good place. So I ended up finding, through you and mom, I ended up finding someone to read me. About a year later, it took for us to find someone. So that was like a year, wasn't it? I don't remember the time frame with that, but it all was like this divine message of us like talking about it and then someone mentioning it and then doing it. Like Maybe I felt like it, it was, was a year. It's so long ago. Goodness. It might have been. It might have been. I don't know. I feel like it might have been within that year, but yeah. it still took well, a little bit of time. I think the thing was, like, I took action for the dreams to go away. So I think that that's why the whole span that I waited to read the Catcher Records, I didn't have another dream. Mm. I think that's why, because I, I actively was trying to get rid of them. I don't know. So I, did, I didn't have another one after that dream, that last dream. And then I managed to read the Catcher Records. And thanks to the Catcher Records... And me trying to look for the Kashuk records and trying to get rid of that in my life, I understood why I like I understood why I had them. It made sense. I no longer f- saw life as like everyone's dying in these aviation. Like I didn't see the, the the situation as life and death anymore. I saw it differently because the way they, the Kashuk records explained it to me, and then I was able to become a tool to read mine and other people's Kashuk records because they made me realize we're just giving you information. You can use your brain for something else. Go ahead and use it, and you don't have to deal with the dreams anymore. And that's exactly what I did, and I never had a dream ever again, premonition dream. Yeah. I mean, just the information, I think, like for you, the Akashic Records, obviously, in this specific example, was it allowing you to get rid of this thing that was so hard for you because I remember you crying. I remember you coming to me and saying, I saw this and this and this, and then a few days later that would happen like that yeah. accident would happen and we'd be like oh my god like how are these dreams? i remember pacing back and forth in the small apartment in Montreal going when i when i would see it on like the news i'd go no 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 i remember that i would like freak out like it was just so crazy it, it was just the craziest mind, thing it was like i knew it was gonna happen i did nothing and now these people are dead like that's how I saw it. Whereas what they were telling me was your role in this in this life isn't to stop things from happening. You're supposed to help people understand why they're happening and help them focus their energy towards what they're supposed to do. But you can't stop things from happening. They're going to happen. That took me a long time to like that message they gave me there, it took me a long time and then the to like understand it. And then the other message was it's not death. Why do you keep seeing it as something so awful in death? It's just the soul being liberated from a heavy physical body and it's no longer burdened with the incarnation and it's moving on to be more, more expansive. And it took me so many years to see death that way. So many years. I mean, for me, I think a lot of the times the, the readings I would get, so people would read my Akashic records. It felt a lot of times with just the information that they gave me would so many times just relieve me or, you know, I'd go with questions about relationships or, um, the relationship with myself and being able to understand it and have peace with it. Cause a lot of times, you know, you'll go into a reading maybe, and I don't know if everybody that listens to the podcast has had a reading or not, but many times you'll go into a reading asking about a relationship or asking about yourself and why you feel like you have these patterns that repeat and how you self, um, self-destruct yourself maybe in a way, or you, um, put yourself in a position where you're not helping yourself, if that makes sense. And 
the information you can receive through a reading, obviously, if you're very open and all that, can heal you. Like it can literally heal you, can set you free because then you understand the pattern. You understand where it's coming from. And for example, let's say someone has uh, a problem with loving themselves and they ask about that. Why is my relationship with myself so um, tumultuous and why do I have so many problems and why don't, why not, why don't I love myself? I want to understand this aspect of myself and my life. And it could be from something, from something with, from your childhood, like that comes up a lot with readings. Like you, you don't love yourself because you're following this pattern in your life. And this was what your mother went through. And this is what your grandmother went through. And, and it goes back and back and back. So the, the oh moment you've yeah, seen that, I oh, have yeah, tons of times. Yeah. Uh, and the moment you just hear that during the reading, it's like a light bulb. It's like that, like you talk about sometimes the, the aha moment of, okay, I get it. I understand now. Okay. And then that just, just, just having that information there, because when, many times when we go into a reading, we're clueless. We have no idea. We just like know we have a problem. We have an issue, but we don't know how to deal with it. So sometimes what the Akashic Records can do is heal you through the information, like just understanding. It's it's so it sounds so crazy, but it works. Like yeah, it, it works. It's worked for me time and, we had and time again. We talked about this like the other day. We had an uh, an interview episode on another podcast, and she had asked the question, and for me, that one reading was, is the most memorable for me as as an individual person because not only did I managed to focus my energy on becoming a channeler and get rid of those dreams and feel now I feel like I have a purpose and I'm helping and I love it. And I've realized that I love healing because at the end of the day, I'm a healer with the Catch Records, not just a reader or channeler. Right. But the other thing was, I remember out of all my other questions, of course, like everybody I asked about love. So I had the, like the name of my, at the time, ex-boyfriend and I was like super hurt. Like I remember I even started asking the question and I started bawling. I was like, what ask about blah, 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 blah. And I was like, cause I was, I had been upset with him for like, th- at the time, like three years, like when the b- dreams began is when I kind of broke up, we, we broke up or we stopped talking. And so I was really, really upset for those three years. And then I asked her and she gave me explanation. Like it didn't make what he did better. It didn't make what he did right. It just explained it. And for some reason it totally clicked. I went, that makes total and complete sense. Yeah. I was like, wow. And somehow in like 10 seconds or like one minute, I was able to like totally accept the situation that happened three years ago that I had been like carrying with me. And I just like released it. I let it go. I was like, okay. Somehow I just released it. I think with relationships, especially that helps a lot Yeah. Um, with relationships you, you might be hurt from, or that you, you have constant struggles with, and then you don't understand why this person makes your life impossible. For example, that's like, you know, that's a question or why do I sometimes hate this person? Why does this person make, make my life feel like I'm stuck or just so it could go so many ways. It depends on your relationship, but just the knowledge itself is just so powerful. And for me, it was well, like, uh, this is what I mentioned on the podcast the other, day, the other day, and I thought it was interesting what came through for me, because I also had my Akashic Records open at the time, was for me, it was accepting myself through the Akashic Records. It was like asking a n- numerous questions, understanding what was coming through, accepting it, and, and trusting that I was on the right path at that time. And that feeling lasted for months and months and me always doubting myself and always like not understanding if where I was felt right or not right. And to just receive information like you are on the right path, but you might have issues with this, this and this, and you just need to heal these things also like on your own, on your own time, like my inner child and um, the way I saw myself and things. So just the words and understanding the dynamic of it and having peace with where I was, was like everything for me. I needed that so much and it, it helped like tremendously. I remember that reading also at one point 
I was, do you remember that was like the era when I was like, I was going through those dreams, but at the same time I was very angry. Like, cause I was always getting angry all the time, really easily. I was angry at everything and everyone all the Amen, time. And you were, <laughs> and mm. it was like, it had a lot to do with when we, when I was 15 and you were 16 or 16 or 17, um, we, we were moved from country. Like mom and dad were like, we're moving, like we're giving, we're letting, you know, four months in advance or something. It was like a ridiculous, like move to a totally different continent, like no time to say goodbye to our friends. And that's it. We had to like say goodbye to the language we knew. We had to say goodbye to the country we knew to the, the only friends we knew, the only culture we knew. And we had to go to this totally different place. And I was angry. And so you when were. I went to that reading, I remember the lady going, your 15-year-old rebel self is angry and she won't go away. She's still with you. And then she remembers she's saying to me, your masters ask why you're so, why you're always mad, why you're so mad at, why are you mad at everybody? Why are you so angry at the world? And it literally, instead of me reacting angry, which was my normal at the time, I went, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just, the way they phrased it, because I'm pretty sure I'm not phrasing exactly how she said it, but... The way they phrased it, they know exactly how to say things to you to get you to take it the right way, the way that you need to take it, right? So they said it. Like, for me, they said it the way that I went, I don't know, you're right, I'm angry all the time, aren't I? Yeah. You know? Like, and so I accepted it for the first time, and who knows how many years I had accepted I was angry at the world. And and then, obviously, the advice comes behind. They give you advice or they tell you what you what you should be doing or how you should be seeing the world or how you should be, you know, whatever. But I think yeah. that's that's interesting because a lot came up with me for the move too as well through the readings, which I found interesting. And it still comes up today with like really? hypnotherapy. Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. It's 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 also in my birth chart. I think um, I remember speaking to the astrologer about that, Patricia, and her explaining how there's a part of my chart that also had something to do with um, these abrupt changes in these things happening because it's part of my path. Um, and that's also something like you can get confirmation through the Akashic Record, like this is part of your path. You were supposed to live this. And through that information, you can accept it. So and when you accept changes, something, are they always going to be like really hard or negative? The ones that show up in your chart? No, but they're kind of like the def defining moments of like me deciding who I need to be and how I'm going to live through the, in, like through the experience. Yeah, I have to listen back to the whole chart reading because it's so insightful because she doesn't, that's the astrology I'm learning right now. Actually, it's, it's like humanitarian, it's psychological, it's understanding. It's mm. not like predictive. I'm not going to predict the future with it, but it's more like you understanding where you're at right now and what your life has been like and how it, it may be because of your chart. Um, yeah. But is, going is that back, like the chart that he was doing? Um, Walter was doing is uh, it similar it felt very different mm. it's the same birth chart it's your birth chart it's it's the chart of like when you were born like what the sky yeah. looked like from above like you from above looking at the sky how that looked at the time you were born at the exact time and place oh, okay um, so that that doesn't change but the way people interpret the information and, and the kind of reading you get it can be very different there's different types of astrology um, and I've been just learning that now, so it's quite interesting. But going back to the Akashic Records, it, the information is, is, is fundamental for you to heal. And that's, I think, the number one way for you to heal through the Akashic Records because it brings things to your awareness. It makes you understand where you're at, what you've gone through, and you are able to accept it through that. And when you accept something, you're able to release it. If you don't accept something, you're holding on to it. You're not yeah. letting it go and it's going to keep repeating and coming back and it's going to basically haunt you. The moment you can come to terms with something and accept it, you're going to able, be able to heal it and release it. Yeah. So that's why I personally feel um, like the number one thing that's been for me, at least for healing through the Akashic Records. Yeah. And who knows? Like you guys probably told me 50 million times that I was always getting angry and I wasn't accepting or listening oh, to it. Yep. But then the reading, the masters managed to say it. And I was like, oh, I am. And that was, yeah, that, like you said, that's the accepting part. I accepted it, it finally. And, yeah. and you accept it. And it's, it's like it's something I like to always say, they will never say it to you in a way where it'll hurt you. They are going to say it to you in a way where you're going to understand it. 
at least make it come to the front of your mind for when you leave the reading, you can process it even more. And that's why it takes a little bit of time after a reading for you to just process things, process the emotions, process the information. But it's, it's just so crazy. I don't know. It's, they also want you, like, they want to help you get back on your path because totally. I was off, I was obviously off my path. If not, I wouldn't have had to have those dreams to wake me up to get in line. But my angry 50-year-old that was still present in myself and my aura wasn't letting me to my higher path of, I guess, it was to be a healer and to connect mm-hmm. with that or whatever it is else I had to learn at the time, right? And I wasn't accepting it. So what they had to do was send me these dream permissions for me to go, wait, there's this whole spiritual or... I'm connecting with something that's not here on earth. What is this? And then I, that actively made me go out to seek spiritual help because I had no other option of like, I couldn't go to a normal doctor. They would probably give me prescription for like, I don't know, crazy pills or something. I don't know what they're going to give me, but like, <laughs> you know, like there was no other, but nobody else I could go to, but a spiritual person that could help me figure it out and get rid mm-hmm. of it or, or build it up if I was supposed to. Um, yeah. And so that's what I love about the Akashic Records. The other way it heals you is it either reconfirms your path, that you're on the right one, and even if you are on, totally on the right path, I've seen people just light up from hearing the confirmation that they're on the right path. And it just feels amazing knowing like, oh, I'm doing it right. I'm listening to myself. I am intuitive enough to figure it out on my own. I, it just feels good to have someone confirm it for you and maybe give you an extra push, right? But if you're on the wrong path, there in the in the cash arrangements it's going to help you figure out what you're what you're here to do They're, they might not feed you exactly because that's kind of cheating you're supposed to kind of figure it out and feel it through but they might tell you like oh this is something that resonates with you like oh i've always loved that or i've always really been into that but i never really got into it well get into it figure you know see how it goes yeah, yeah. but that's huge i think um yeah just reconfirming information that you already know because that's that's a comment I get time and time again it's like oh I I already knew all these answers yeah obviously they're they're given to you through the masters and guides so they're very profound in moments other times they're not there they don't have to be that profound depends on who the person is and what they're going through but um they're given to you in the way that you need to hear them and it confirms what you're feeling and that gives you sense of peace, a sense of understanding and a sense of, okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm not lost. And that makes you feel whole again in some way. That's the, what made, it made me feel, I would leave a reading every single time feeling, ah, I feel good. I feel like, it's not like I know what I'm doing, but I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. And I trust the universe to take care of me. All I have to do is make sure that I'm true to myself that's all. Mm. But the confirmation is huge for people. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. It's amazing. It feels good to know that you're on the right path and just having a reader say, your master say, your guide says, your soul says, your book says, this is what you came here to do. You just, you, it just, even if you're going through a hard moment like we are now where we don't know what's going to happen with the world, it still makes you feel like, well, I'm fulfilling my purpose and, and the best way I can, I'm doing it for my house. <laughs> Mm-hmm. but I'm doing it. And I think that a lot of what's been really good for everybody, what, I, what I've seen is people are getting up to date with like looking into and studying things that they've always had a call, like a semi intuition or calling towards, but they just didn't have the time to, or they had to meet up with friends all the time or family all the time or whatever it is that had them busy. And now they have, they have the time to be in their house and so they have no more excuses to go around it, which is also part of the reason why we opened up the course, because we were like, this is the time people are looking to do things to help them get more on their path. Like, let's give them the tools that they need so they can figure it out themselves with their own Akashic Records, right? Yeah, totally. It, that, it felt so yeah. aligned right now. We've had the manual for some time now, but it just now it worked. It clicked and it, it came through and yeah. it was perfect. It feels perfectly aligned, at least. Um, another thing is past life information that you can receive through the Akashic records. And we've said this time and time again, where, you know, you can't just ask, Hey, can you tell me what I've been in another life? Like you, I mean, you could ask that, but you will only receive information regarding something that, that is in tune with this life that you need to heal in this life. So when a past life information comes through 
for you to hear in a reading it is because you need to know it and it's going to help you understand why you're going through what you're going through today and heal it. And many times it'll be a similar situation, I think. At least that's what comes up for me. It's it's like a similar feeling that you have in this life or a similar situation that was unresolved. Obviously different, very different context, very different. You're a different person. Um, but it makes you understand that attachment you have to that past life and that feeling and that emotion. Sometimes it's emotions. Um, yeah. But it's it's incredible how it could all make sense. And that also goes with relationships. I feel like a lot of times um, someone can ask about a, a relationship they're having trouble with in their life, like a family member, let's say, and it will go back generations to other lives and it's all linked and it's incredible how that just allows people to, like, your anger will go away. You're able to release things. You're able to forgive people. Like, I've heard that many times. Like, oh, now that I understand everything, like, I can forgive that person. I'm not mad at them anymore. Like, that's huge. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so huge. I love I love when they, they're able to give a clear picture of, like, a past life that explains a current feeling, mood trauma, fear, pain, like it's the amount of things that can be present in yourself and your aura and your like field that's related directly to past life. I think the best way to describe it, if you, if you read the book, um, the Michael Newton books, at one point he talks about that. And I loved the way they described it, that the soul can't seem to shed past trauma fully when it comes to reincarnate again. So Sometimes it's because our current life has a karmic thing picked up or like to do or linked to a past life. Sometimes that's why we have that in our field, in our incarnation now. But other times it's because our body, our body can't like it kept the soul kept it, couldn't shed it. And our body absorbed it and decided that it's part of us now. And we actually don't have to carry it. Like a lot of times if it's something that we can release it, then why not release it? And a lot of times that information, they'll either give you a step towards releasing it or they'll give you the information that will somehow work from a subconscious level or, you know, and you can just release it. You're consciously finding, hearing the information and then subconsciously it's being released from like your field. I call it the field because they're showing me like body and aura. They're showing me all this stuff, right? So that's what I love about like life, the, the information about past lives. Also, like you had said, yeah, we've said it before. You can ask, oh, I want to know what past lives my soul has had or, you know, who my soul has been. And I'm pretty sure that half of us don't want to really know the truth mm-hmm. because if we're, in a, if we're spiritually having like a life where we're spiritually tuned, most of our soul tribe, I'm pretty sure that most of them are in a good place in this life. Maybe not perfect, but good. Um, and we got here, which means that we did a lot of dirty work before we got where we are now. Like you've yeah. done dirty work and you don't want to see that dirty work. Like I remember, I remember I did a class once with one of the teachers. Like this was one of my first classes. I did a few Akasha classes, right? And one of my first, my first classes, I remember hearing the teacher say, we're, we have to learn to be victims and we have to learn to victimize. Yep. And I remember thinking, well, I don't want to live in that world. Why do you have to murder and you have to learn to be a murderer? I was like, what? And she said, yeah, if you open up the Kashuk records of half of the world, almost all of them have at some point either been murdered or murdered someone like their soul, not the person, right? Their soul in another life incarnated. And apparently it's like a a thing that we need to learn what it's like to take a life and make it shorter. And what's it like to have our life taken away and make it shorter. So we don't really want to see that dirty stuff. Like you don't want to remember that. That has nothing to do with your life now. Then it's extra information. That's just going to confuse you. But that's also another thing that they teach you. We shouldn't criticize and point the finger at anybody. No judging because you, your soul's done that at some point. And if it hasn't, it will. Because we're supposed to learn every single aspect of the human, the human life, the human life. experience. Yeah. yeah, and and I love that you said that about the the no judgment because that's something I think, you know, since we're talking about healing and everything, part of that I think has to do with the fact that when you get a reading, 
there is no judgment. There's never a moment where you're judged. And I never feel that. You never feel that when you're reading somebody's records. It's complete, pure love. Like you accept the person, you accept the information. And that's the way we need to receive it too, right? Like it's, I accept this. I understand this. There's no judgment. I don't judge myself with it either. And I, then through that, I can heal. Because if, if, if it were somebody pointing their finger, which it never is, how can you take that in a good way? How could you ever understand what you're going through without, you know what I mean? And I feel like we're in the energy as well when you get a reading. It's so, it's so high. Like oh my you were God, it always before. feels so positive. You can be talking about anything yeah. awful and it feels so positive all the time. Yeah, because it's like, this This is, I mean, like someone can come for something super traumatic, be like, but it's okay because this was supposed to happen. And yeah. this is, this and this and this and this also happening in coordination with that. And that's thanks yeah. to that. You're here today. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. And it's, it's really crazy. hard. It's really hard to communicate that happiness when you're talking about something really like, heavy. hard yeah. and heavy and traumatic. But yeah, that, and that's why I love like, lately we've been really busy. We've been doing a lot of Kashuk records and, and healings. And now we have this like, we have all these projects and we're going to be teaching. And I want to fill all my time up with this as much as possible also, because every time I'm in tuned with them and I open up the Kashuk records, I read somebody or I heal somebody, I just feel so positive. And that's like not a reality right now with everybody. So like, I'm feeling like I, I'm totally okay with being overwhelmed with too much work. <laughs> like, no, me too. Like... The mo- only moment I feel completely aligned with myself is when I open somebody's Akashic Records. It sounds crazy, but it's the moment that I tune out of this. And obviously, I'm not trying to avoid what we're going through, but it's the moment that I start to understand and pick up that energy, and it makes me feel good. Yeah. Because you're also helping, and I think that also elevates your energy anyway. Yeah. Um, but, but that reminds me of, so we were doing level three mastery class, which is the le- level three Akashic Records is a level to be able to teach, right? And so it was three days in a row. It was a lot of work, I remember. But um, we had to, we had to like shed a lot of our own stuff because you need to be in a good place to teach other people, right? So we were there doing the dirty work, shedding all our stuff. And um, we would have like these like enlightened moments. It would be really nice because we would all sit down in a circle. It was all people that, you know, wanted, were becoming teachers also. And this was in Uruguay. And I remember the teacher opened up the groups of Akashic records of like the class. And, um, we just started going around talking or asking questions or coming, going back to forth experience. And somebody asked like, what's your opinion about the Akashic records and asking about relationships? Right. And she's like, is it a friend relationship you're asking about? Is it family or is it like a love relationship? And she's like, love. And she's like, they're not going to tell you the truth. <laughs> she said that. She said that. And everyone's like, what? Wait, like, what's the teacher saying? And, and but where is she going with this? Like, nobody knew where she was going with it, right? And she was like, if you're going to ask about your ex-boyfriend or someone that you're interested in, they're always going to say... Go for it. He really loves you. That's what she said. (laughs) And we all started laughing because we all knew what she meant. Yeah. I mean, she meant like they're always going to push you to go have that relationship if it's on your path, even if it's going to end in total destruction and despair. Because you you have to go through that that experience. Yeah. Your soul plan for that experience. It doesn't want you to miss out on that experience because it's going to be something pending for another life. So that your soul is going to be like, tell her, tell her he's great. (laughs) you know, or whatever, or whatever's the truth, but they're not going to like tell you it's going to end in total devastation and divorce. Like, you know, um, but that's the whole point. Like, that's why you feel upbeat when somebody asks about something traumatic or hard that they're dealing with or they dealt with because that was supposed to happen. And they're happy that you, you went through it because now you expend it as, as a soul. But since we're in like our human brains, we just, our whole goal is to suffer less and not go through so much, you know, junk. The problem is getting stuck there. That's, it's like, that's the problem when you are going or have gone through something traumatic, when you feel stuck there and you can knock it out, you can't forgive or you can't let it go. Or you still feel in this place of being a victim. That's, that's where you're, where you're not learning your lesson. Yeah. Uh, that's where you need to just do, do some type of healing or work and, and a lot of times you just getting an Akashic Record reading can bring that up and you can understand it and then slowly let it go. You know, people have been through a lot of hard things. There's a lot of different types of readings. 
Um, and not all of them are very happy ones. Like a lot of them might be people coming to really get clarity on their life and understand themselves and understand what they've been through so they can let it go and forgive. Yeah. Um, that's, it's, it's so crazy, but it helps. It really does. Um, but you yeah. have to be open to it as well. Like we always say, you never get a reading if you're not open to it because you're not going to get the benefits of it. You have to be really open and, and want to heal too. Like feel that inside of yourself for yourself. Um, yeah. I think another thing I want to add in there is um, understanding your mission or your purpose in life. And that can be super healing and eye-opening for a lot of people. And it can bring so much clarity into their life and, and allow them to just accept a challenge. I think a lot of times it's like, okay, I've come here to do this. I understand it now. But also you and feel like you have purpose and that's the whole, totally a, a human being just needs to feel like they have a purpose. Once they find out that it confirms with what they felt that a passionate or a pull towards, then it becomes this whole overall mission. The purpose with the intuition, with the messages from the masters, it all aligns to make them feel like if I have to put in 20 mil, million hours of studying, I'll do it. This now is my purpose. This is why I'm here. And it makes you feel good, right? You want to be useful. Even like the, 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 the laziest person at some point in their life wants to feel useful, right? Yeah. Yeah, the purpose is huge. And, and, and I wanted to point out something here because I feel like a lot of people will come, well, I have this passion for this thing. And this has to be my purpose. And a lot of times it doesn't have to be. You can totally love doing X thing and that might not be part of, part of your purpose. Your purpose could be something so simple and so um, concrete that it, 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 you can still do these other things that fulfill you, but that might not be your purpose in yeah. life. Because people sometimes think purpose equals job. And that's totally not uh, it. That's totally not how it works a lot of times. I would say most of the times it doesn't. And it's linked to something a little bit more simple or sometimes a little bit more profound, depending on the person. But I, I would say a lot of times it doesn't have anything to do with your job at all. You might make it your job later. Or you might create something through that purpose and make a job out of it. But a lot of times when you come to a reading, it doesn't mean that what you're doing right now or the job that you have at the moment needs to be part of your purpose, you know? Hmm. I get that. Hmm. I get a lot of questions about that. That's probably why I'm saying yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm thinking about it because I just didn't, I didn't think about it uh, from that perspective. I don't know. It's almost like, yeah, it's almost like saying, I, I'm obsessed with running. I've been for years. It's almost like saying, I need to be a marathon runner and make money from it. Like, just because yeah. I love that one thing and it makes me feel good when I do it before, during, and after... Um, doesn't mean that I'm supposed to make money from it. So I, that's kind of an example, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, but I do think that so a lot simple. of times it is linked to what you're here to do because your your soul goes, you're here to do this thing. This is what you're good at. We're going to give you personality. It's going to help you to reach that. We're going to give you body. It's going to help you read that. We're going to give you mind. That's going to help you to read that, reach that. But you still need to live as a human being. So a lot of times they will allow you when you're aligned with that purpose, it will conveniently bring in the financial aspect. It will flow into your life as soon as you're aligned with that because you're aligned. Because at the end of the day, money is vibration. And if you're vibrating in the field that you feel good, that you're doing what you're supposed to and it's part of your karmic contract, then the vibration of money in itself should flow. Um, I'll give you my example of like things that have come up for me in my, in readings for myself. Like part of my purpose on this, in this incarnation is to be free. So what does that mean for me? That means maybe not being tied down to a specific nine to five job my whole life. Maybe that means being able to speak up for myself. So I feel free Yeah, like that. It can entail so many parts of your life. It's not just your job, but I do agree with what you're saying. Some people, yeah, they have a very specific mission in this life. They have to do that specific thing. And that's, what's going to help them, you know, get through all these karmic lessons, be able to come out the other side, elevated and advanced and all of that. But Sometimes it's a very broad message that, that I get a lot of times and that I've gotten, mm. but can, can reflect throughout your whole life in so many different ways, from the way you communicate to people, 
the things that you do, the job that you have, the way you eat food and how you choose things, um, where you live, like you might be living in a place that you were forced to live. And that's, the, that's what I felt my whole life. I felt like we were forced to go back to Uruguay. That was the, that feeling I had. And, and then that whole feeling that the rest of my life after we moved, there's like, I don't want to be here. I feel like I'm being forced here. I didn't choose to be here. I want to feel free. So every time I left Uruguay, it felt like, ah, I'm free. Do you remember I'm, I'm, how I'm we both, we're so different. Do you remember how we both reacted to the move? like emotionally and like our bodies. So I was anxious and I was just eating. I was just eating, eating, eating. Full on panic attacks. You weren't eating, but you weren't eating food. And I I couldn't eat because (laughs) no, I couldn't eat because I felt like I was going to choke. I had like a lump in my throat 24 seven. Well, that was convenient for me because I ate what you didn't eat. (laughs) (laughs) My mom, mom was also really depressed. And so I remember mom one day came to me and she started crying and goes, I can't go to the supermarket again. I'm terrible. So you need to stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Oh, God. And I wasn't gaining weight because it was, I don't know, if, I guess my, it was my anxiety hormones. A that lot were of anxiety. Yeah. Burning. I had my own anxiety, but I managed it in a different way. Like I couldn't eat. I felt like I, I was remember die. crying because I was done feeling hungry. I remember yeah, crying I from the hunger going, I'm done feeling hungry. I'm hungry all the time. But it's like with you, with everything, like you were able to process it quicker, get through it. Cause For like, me, I it lasted. Mad. Yeah. But because you let your emotions out, which I didn't, I repressed yeah, everything. So I had panic attacks for over four years or Darn longer man. maybe until I went to therapy and was able to do talk therapy where I was able to let things out. And that's when they went away. No, like no medicine, nothing got it to go away. And I felt the moment I was like, oh my God, I'm, this is going to go on for the rest of my life. And how am I going to live this way? Like the same feeling you felt with the dreams. It's like, I need to get rid of this. I can't live like this any longer. Like, I'm just going to go crazy. The same thing. Um, I remember us all three going to the doctor and the doctor giving us all pills to deal with it. I took my pills for I think a week and I couldn't stay awake in class I would go to class and like even like gym class I would I would be in the middle of like they would make you run or do something I remember sitting down I'd fall asleep on the middle of the cement like the pill was just like making me exhausted and then I was like I'm done I took the pills for a week and I I said no more I'm done being tired now I'm not hungry but I'm just tired all the time (laughs) For me, it was a total opposite. I would take a pill when I got a panic attack, and then the panic attack would last an hour, and I'd take another pill, and it did nothing. It didn't calm me down. It did nothing for me. It was, like, so different. Such Isn't a different experience. Isn't it so crazy experience. how, to, yeah, two humans can go through the exact same experience and react so differently? Yeah. It's crazy, but that's the way it works. Um, yeah. Looking if back only at that, we had had the Akashic so Records back then. Yeah, it would have been so much easier to get through everything. <laughs> Definitely. I w- yeah, mom wouldn't have to gone to the supermarket so much. I would have ate less. You would have not had so many panic attacks for so many years. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think one more thing I wanted to add on to the healing through the Akashic Records is just understanding where you're at and why you went through certain things. And I think we already went through this, but I wanted to kind of focus on that for a second because... A lot of times we can play or we can find ourselves in like that victim role of, oh, why did this happen to me? Why are these things happening to me? It's not fair. I I don't get it. These things don't happen to good people. Um, Isn't that where we were? The the situation we were just talking about, all three of us? Possibly, yeah. We're on victim roles. Yeah, it wasn't fair. I felt like it wasn't fair. Oh, my God. You would say that out loud. I didn't talk to mom and dad for two to three months. Like I spoke no words to them. I said, what you're doing, you're making me move. You never asked me if I was okay with it. And then I literally is like, I'm never talking to you again. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. You said you weren't going. I was like, okay, (laughs) great. But I think when you understand, and a lot of times the situation has to have like already happened or you have to already be in that place of victim role to really get clarity on it through the Akashic records because you're not going to be told what's going to happen, obviously. So after you've gone through it and you're in that place of like, oh my God, I don't understand why I went through this. This is not fair. This is horrible. I'm such a victim. And that's our ego, right? Like that's all that it is. And, and being able to receive information and understand why you went through certain things or why certain things had to happen, that 
releases you from that being that victim. It's like, oh, this happened for me. This happened because if that didn't happen, this other thing wouldn't be happening right now. Or I wouldn't be where I am right now. And this is where I need to be exactly right now. So I can do these other things with my life and follow my purpose. But if I hadn't learned that lesson through this, I I wouldn't be where I am right now. Yeah. It's, it's so huge, I think. And it's helped me at least through, through that, the Akashic records, um, and understanding understanding it. Yeah. Yeah. I never it's actually asked about huge. the move, but I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't have ended up, we wouldn't have ended up no. into on a spiritual path. I we, know we that. Walked in, yeah. You know that? You like I know that? Know, oh, I know that. I know every aspect of my life would be so different. Yeah. I'd still have to learn the lessons I've come here to learn, but it'd be so different right now. Because we, yeah, we went back and the first thing, the, I think the first week we moved, the first thing mom did was go to take us to meet grandma, who's mm-hmm. like a psychic who like saved yeah. my life when I was a baby. Like she literally like knew exactly what was wrong with my body and helped the doctors like save me. So of course the second we, we, sh- we got to Uruguay, they like threw us in like the arms of some psychic lady, like big Italian lady. <laughs> We're like, Hi, who are you? Mm-hmm. And she just already started predicting us stuff and like <laughs> cleansing our auras and stuff. Like we were, we were yeah. literally thrown into the spiritual world back in Uruguay and we wouldn't be even doing this podcast probably if we hadn't moved back to Uruguay. You're so right though. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I didn't think about that. Yes. That's crazy. I remember because she hugged me like she'd known me forever, which I didn't understand at the time and then after mom told me a story this is the lady that saved your life like yeah. I was like oh what she's psychic <laughs> like so weird I call her grandma like for people that don't understand like I call her grandma because she like saved she saved my life um mom mom considers her her mom yeah. um and so she became like a grandma after we moved back to Uruguay she became like a grandma but she was my mom kept taking me to doctors and the, and I was less than a year old and the doctors were saying that I was dying and they didn't know what I had. And I think it was like the third doctor mom had gone to who said, your, your daughter's in the process of dying. So I give her maximum a week. So start saying goodbye to her. And my mom goes, what am I supposed to do? Like draw, draw, jump off a bridge with my, with my baby. And then one doctor felt really bad and goes, listen, this is your last resort. This is somebody, this is like a number of a lady, the address of a lady, go to her house, take the baby, tell me exactly what she says. And mom's Mm -hmm. like, I didn't know, even know where I was going. She's like, I could have gone to any crazy person. And she's like, but I, that was my last resort. And she literally ends up at some big Italian lady's house. And she like, supposedly mom said she did, she was like, hi, are you? Yeah. Okay. Here. And she like handed me over to her. And says, tell me what's wrong with her now, please. And, um, and yeah, she described what she saw inside of my body. She kind of did like a scan. And then my mom with that went to the doctor and that's how they saved me. Mm-hmm. So crazy. So yeah. crazy, but so true. Yeah. It's such an amazing story. Um, it's, yeah, do you, do you want to add anything else? No, I just want to add that when tough times or struggles come, like Lorena and I moving, like in my case, it had been like my my divorce previously. Like when you go really through really difficult times, those are times for us to shift priorities, awaken. Like those are the times where we evolve as as human beings and expand as souls. So if you guys are going through at any point during this week, next week, the other week. You know, with what what new, what might come out of the news, what what you might be hearing, if you feel terrified, if you feel scared, if you feel unsure, if you feel unsafe, whatever it is that's negative that you're feeling, just remember that this is instead of this being one person struggle like Lorraine and I are moving, this is all of our struggles, and we're all here massively to create this huge shift together. So let's try to do it as positive as possible because the more we do it from a conscious place and raise all of our vibrations the easier transition and the faster we can get out of this, all of us together in one piece. I love that message. Oh my God. That's beautiful. So guys, make sure you're following us on Instagram. We, um, we're posting as regularly as we can there. Our Instagram handles at soul underscore tribe underscore podcast. Also be sure to share this episode with anybody that you think might benefit from the information or, need this information i think um, this is a time where we all need to be kind of helping each other so 
information's everything right now and we want to make sure we keep our vibration high like Lucia was saying so we'd be super grateful if you could share that this episode or any episode that you've you've resonated with with anybody you think might enjoy it and we'll be coming to you next week again with another episode an interview I believe so so yeah everybody we hope you're staying safe and staying home and we're going to get through this. We're all going to get through what's going on and we're going to come out the other side, hopefully stronger and a little bit more awakened as well, I think. Yep. <laughs> amen. <All right. laughs> yeah, amen. Have a good week, guys. We love Bye, you. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.